Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Sasha. And this is Transform to Not Be Conformed. We are here to help and bring you topics around addiction, depression, anxiety, and pain, to finding how you can overcome those struggles and live a life transformed with Jesus. And we have some super exciting guests here. I'll let Sasha introduce them. Yeah. Hi, friends. Another week, another episode here. We're super excited because we are with Tara and Brandon Chisholm. We're really, we're really excited to have you guys on. Um, I, when Josh and I originally started talking about like guests, you guys came on my heart. I mean, Brandon, I I met you through Carmen and same with you, Tara. Um, but I always admired you guys. Like I watch you on social media and I mean, I don't get to like hang out with you you know, personally, like, I mean, we would, yeah. we would have some fun <laughs> yeah. though if we did yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and get Carmen involved. Um, but I watch you from afar and I'm just so inspired by the two of you and like what you're doing in the community and you just, your overflowing heart is always, I mean, so evident when I watch you guys and when I see you guys in public, um, you know, when I, when I worked in the mission, I saw you guys a lot more of course, but I don't know. I just, I'm just so grateful that they're, the two of you in this community is bringing awareness and bringing hope and restoring people. And you just have that overwhelming passion to allow people to have hope and see Jesus for who he is. Thank you. Yes, praise God. Yeah. Thank you. So let's let's start off. I mean, uh, we want to get to know you guys. We want our listeners to know you guys and um, just kind of give us a rundown of you know, when you guys first met, because I know you guys have been through so <laughs> oh, much goodness. together. <laughs> I mean, if you get the chance to follow them on their social medias, because just look up their names, Taryn Brandon Chisholm, because they, I mean, they do uh, put a lot of stuff out there about their story. But I really feel like this is a great opportunity for the two of you to also share here as well. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I'll let Brandon start with how we met. <laughs> I've seen that coming. Uh, I mean, you tell the best story. Um, I don't normally tell that part of it. 
but we we met at a young age um 15 and 16 um we I just kind of got the hots for her. She she was taken to me to to meet another girl. Actually, is how she tells it. Um, yeah. Again, I'm just trying to replay how she tells it. And she got us in a car wreck. Um, and then, oh, yeah, I then, just then, got my driver's yeah. license. But still can't drive. Still drives the same. Uh, and then after that, it was kind of like we was just um, linking up. You know, we was at a party, and she was trying to hook me up with another chick. Um, <laughs> and I don't think she knew bad. at that point that he I was, was into her. Yeah, like she a was good a good girl kid. Athlete, and so I was like, nah, I ain't trying to have nothing to do with But that. then uh, we was at one of the homeboys' parties one night, and she got uh, sloppy and was blacked out drunk and was taken to a room upstairs, um, and that's where I got to show her that I was really interested in her. Um, you know, I didn't try to sleep with her. I just laid with her and protected her all night. Um, really, everything after that was actually a, a the, chase <laughs> a bunch of the guys there were intentionally getting the girls drunk and um in my eyes now when i look back on it it's really it really was rape um they were i mean just obliterated and as i was as well and i think had he not sat in that room all night with me i definitely would have been um raped that night i'm quite sure of it and so i was like Okay, maybe I can give him a chance. Like, I'll go hang out with him for a little bit. But uh, that was, yeah, I was 16, had my driver's license for one day um, and got in a car wreck. But it's been a, it's been a roller coaster where 40, I just turned 41 and he just turned 40 in January. And you guys, you guys don't look like you're in your forties at all. Oh, thank you. Good. That's because the lights are down low. That. Yeah, <laughs> they got, yeah, lights are low. <laughs> Um, we have three kids together, uh, 22, our son's getting ready to be 21, and then our daughter just turned 10, and we have a grandson who will be three next week, and so um, that definitely was an adventure and a process, too. And everything in between there, um, you know, you heard her label me as bad in the beginning and her as a good kid. Um, I was just uh, I was just a troubled youth. You know, I was uh, getting high and carrying on by 12. Um, you know, by 13, I'd already snorted cocaine, dropped acid. Um, just the, the, the brakes come right off of me. No training wheels, really. Um, but I was also raised in a party environment. Um, dad was in the Navy, you know, so there was always drunks and, and beer and liquor. And um, I didn't see the smoking weed part, you know, until I found the little stash box when I was around 11 or 12. Um, and then it was just the transition into um, junior high. Um, three three schools came together, and that is where we all met in junior high. So, you know, me having to prove myself all through elementary, fighting and doing wild things, being rebellious, um, this was, it was new, it was new territory for me. Right. So I had to claim it. So, you know, you had the fighting and then I got in with all the, got, got in with all of the bad kids. Um, and again, it was something to prove and not, I can't place that on a man because men and women carry pride, but mine was because, um, of abuse at home. Um, you know, dealing with that in a, in a different manner than being introduced to drugs. Because, right. again, as a troubled youth, I still played all the sports. I was involved in baseball, all-star from T-ball to seventh grade, soccer, football, basketball, you name it. But that was the only way that I could gain my father's attention. But it's funny what we label troubled, um, when I call myself troubled, is because you can see when I was in a, um, a situation where I could have took advantage of Tara – you know, that wasn't in me. So there was 
trouble, but we can't say everything's wicked, everything's evil just because we act out when we're hurting. You know, it's the things now that we're being woken up to in, in this day and age to where we can smile on the outside and still take our life. You know, we can be the happiest Absolutely. guy you ever get around. I can make you laugh all the time, but then I show up dead one morning. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think to, to say that I was bad, I'm starting to realize now I was bad, but in different ways. You know what I mean? I was never um, had a, a wickedness in me that, I mean, at times it would. Oh, hold at, on at, now. <laughs> at, at, at times it would on the drugs and stuff. Yeah. And I'm only telling you this to lead into the to what I know is going to be the transformation part. Yeah. You right. know, so. But we, we had a, a gang of problems, and, I mean, you can share them. There's a, a list as long as the, the floor in here. So. <laughs> um, so we got pregnant. We started dating in actually June. Uh, I remember because it was the Converse Fair, and I was taking him to the Converse Fair to meet a girl. And by, I believe, September, I was already pregnant. And so uh, we, we started off like right from the bat. And so, um, racing out the gate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and, and the theory behind that to, to let it be known is, you know, at that time we thought, Oh, if I smoke the whole thing, the whole sack of weed, the stems and, and <laughs> the, seeds and all, I'll be he sterile. Said he was sterile. Yeah. So, you know, when you're, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I can't get you pregnant. I, yeah. I get high all the time. I'm like, <laughs> and I didn't know. So he says he was doing drugs at 12. <laughs> I literally was still playing Barbies in seventh grade. I mean, complete night and day difference in our life. Not that I wasn't exposed to it. I went to an aunt's house and I was exposed to crazy things over there that I never told my parents about until later on because I knew they wouldn't let me go back. And she was the cool aunt. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we got pregnant and he was still getting in trouble. And so he got locked up in boys school. Um, he actually broke into a place, had the safe in the back seat of his car, and was stupid enough to stop and steal a stereo system, which got him busted for breaking and entering robbery or however they say it. So he got put in boys' school, and so I was pregnant um, and still kind of going back and forth um, to see him when I could. I would ride with his parents. It was like, what, an hour and a half, two-hour drive. So I was going to school, um, but when he got out of boys' school, he got out right before our daughter was born, our oldest daughter was born, and his life didn't change, but mine did. Right. And so um, I always say I was never addicted to drugs. Um, I'm addicted to Brandon. Still struggle with it, um, but my addiction was him. He was my drug of choice. Um, so I, mm-hmm. I smoked weed with him a couple of times, but weed really wasn't my thing. I would drink with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but even when he did drugs, I didn't even start doing drugs till my 20s, and I only started doing drugs because he was running around and partying, and I thought, if I just do this with him instead of you know, nagging at him all the time and trying to get him to be better and do better, then he'll love me. I'll be enough. I'll be more. Right. And so I'm going to get emotional just talking about it. Um, you just wanted him with you. I did. Yeah. I just wanted a husband and a father and a family. Yeah. And um, so I started using drugs with him, but I quickly realized that that wasn't going to change him either. So that's my side of that part. You have anything to add to it? And it goes so much deeper. Um, You have to um, let it be known that, you know, we we got together as kids, and we literally have been together 24 years now. 
Um, we do have three kids um, with each other. They're not from anyone else. Um, God kept us from that because we have cheating on each other. Yeah. We have a terrible past with that. Yeah. Um, and we have, we've been married. We've been married and divorced twice. And this is our third time being married to each other. And that's why I said that the, the, the history <laughs> of the, the, the turmoil of our relationship could never be told in an hour or two or anything like oh, that. God, no it's kind of like my testimony would take a day or a book to tell you. Um, but to, to skim it, you know, you have that, um, me going to boys school and her waiting on me. And that's not even the start of it. Cause I went to juvie, I think a couple of times, yeah. I believe, yeah. you know, I was again in and out of juvie from 12 to 17, then boys school, then jail. And then I knew I would graduate and go to the penitentiary, yeah. you know, all those times she's sticking around, you know, and every time I change while well, I'm good, my character changes cause I'm sober, I'm sober minded. I can think right. I'm eating right. I'm just healthy. Um, but I so, was crazy so, too. Like, oh yeah, he brought yeah, yeah, the crazy yeah. out in me. Like, I can remember I tried to hit him with a car once. I beat up a girl once. I mean, those are stabbed me with a knife. You stabbed me yeah, with yeah, a yeah, knife. Yeah, yeah, those yeah, are total yeah. things that are out of character for me. But I think that you just get pushed to this point where, um, you turn into a monster almost. You turn into somebody that you're not. And I covered her. I covered that side of her for so long. Yeah, he didn't tell me. I, I kept her as my. I kept her as my good girl. I told everybody, oh, she's my good girl. She's my good girl. You know, and I didn't come to me revealing her true character and her nature until, I mean, you know, some years on down the line um, because I did. And then I found out I'm tripping because I'm telling everybody, like, she's good, but really she's she's just as crazy. You know what I'm saying? She can get just as nutty. It's not like I'm any, I'm any wilder. Um, but, again, it's – we want to touch on that a little bit because you have to have a taste of the bad to see what the good looks like, right? Yeah. Um, we just, we do, we have a, a terrible and a nasty past when it comes with each other. But one thing that we always did was love each other. You know, e- even in the sickest of times, we loved each other. You know, there was times when we weren't together. I remember just crying myself to sleep. Um, and then we would get back together. And I'm like, I'm tripping. Why am I? I don't want this for real. You know what I mean? But then it was... Uh, and that's toward the end as well. You know, Christ got a hold of us at just the right time because we were, I knew what it was coming to. It was going to come to a uh, suicide homicide. One of us was going to kill one another and then the other was going to take his life. I mean, that's, this is really where we was getting at. Mm-hmm. You know, she was jumping out of windows. I kicked her out of a vehicle um, naked on the side of a road, you know, and just dropped yeah. her off. I mean, just doing these wild mm-hmm. things that you don't normally do, but we're staying so lit and out of our mind. You know, and again, now knowing that this is spirits, we're allowing spirits in our body yeah. mm-hmm. um, to yeah. have control of us in this time. And what we came to was we can't live without each other. And we can't live with one another. So how can we do this and make it work? Yeah. And then praise God that he stepped in at just the right moment. I mean, he's the, he's the, he knows the perfect time, right? Yeah. And he just got a hold of me at just the right time. No, yeah, I we were talking right before we, you know, hit record on all of this stuff and and you're you're absolutely right. He gets a hold of us at the opportune time like when when he yeah. got a hold of me on May 28th yes. almost I like I told you almost yeah. 2 years ago. Awesome. Um, you know, I I was looking at the mirror, I was looking at the scale and I I did not like who I was, but the moment like the the week before that though, I had just out of anger, I had broke like I I punched the wall, I broke the lampstand and then you know, I watched pornography and just like, then you look at the scale and you're like, I am like 50 pounds over, over at least bare minimum overweight. And I'm like, 
this is not the person I am. And that was like, I feel like for me, like rock bottom, like that I had like the ultimatum, like you cannot break anything else. Your anger is out of control. I don't want this for our son. And so like, yeah. I got a hold of it at the right time before I, before I lost my family and you're absolutely yeah. right. He gets a hold of us and he can transform us. But if you're not open to being used by God, right. Then you're like you said, about being used by other spirits yeah. is you could totally being used by, by other spirits to hurt other people, to oh, hurt yeah. your growth or family. Sure. And, I think people people need to be more aware of that of of being used yeah. by by whether by, by God or by the world or by by well the and the word tells us you can't serve two masters. Yep. So I always put it in, in some of my testimonies like I was literally letting Lucifer pimp me out like a yep. whore. I really was. I would do these evil and demonic things and like I said earlier that's that was never me. But I would get into the influence of drugs and alcohol, and these spirits would overtake me in my life and just run me them up. That's what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It is like demonic, yeah. and you don't think about it when you're in it. No, because yeah, you can't see it. it. It sucks you in, and it takes control of your life. But when you get out of it, mm. and you take a step out of it, and you're you're away from that, is when you actually really realize that hey, that was bad, yeah, and like, that wow. was that was yeah. the devil doing that stuff to me. Yeah. I can look back to like when I was in my marriage before Carmen and I never, I loved him so much and I wanted so much good to come out of him. But it, I felt like there was so much bad in him that it took me down because that wasn't oh. me. Oh, it yeah. wasn't me at all. <laughs> you know, I, and I felt like the energy and the things that were taking control of his life started to take control of mine and I lost myself. Absolutely. And that's what it does. That's exactly what it does. We get sucked in, but you know, what separates that is God Amen. and the yeah. ability to just let God heal those places and take control yeah. and stop letting the bad get, take control of your life. Amen. And we know this, the scripture too, like when you speak about that, it's what does Satan come to do? His main objective, right? His main objective, he goes to and fro looking for someone to devour. He steals, kills and destroys. That's all he's out to do yeah. is ruin us, right? And take our life. But again, when he's got us in that in that mess and we got them shades on, well, we can't see nothing but darkness. So, I think the crazy thing is that you don't even know how dark it is. I can remember we were living in um, Ringgold, Georgia, at the time, and he ended up becoming a drug dealer, like a, a fairly large drug dealer, and he ended up sending me home saying it's not safe for you to be here because um, it was so bad there. And I can remember these people. Um, stole some money from him, some drugs from him or something. And if you know me, like I have the softest heart, like you can make me cry with a Charmin commercial. Seriously, <laughs> I, I am. I'm just a pushover and I'm soft and I know that. But I looked at him and I said, um, you got to make an example out of them. You can't, you can't let them leave here. Like you either need to kill them or beat them. And I'm like, they have kids. I look back now and I'm like, they have kids. Yeah. You were straight gangsters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you got to make an example out of them. And I'm like, who is that? Who is that now that I look back on that story? But at the time I'm thugging, I'm like, yeah. I don't even care. Yeah. Like, let's be, let's be about that life right. if we're going to be about that life. But I didn't even, it didn't even click with me. Like, oh, this is bad. Like, you're really bad. Yeah. And when I came home, when he sent me home, um, my mom 
thank goodness for my mom. She's an angel. But um, she watched the older two kids and let me just sleep for a week. And when I came out of that room after a week, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh she was gosh. down to like, you know, and again, when you're doing drugs like meth or heroin, you don't, the appearance you look, you stay the same somehow, some way. And I think that's mm-hmm. a that's a trick of the enemy. Because right. I can look back at pictures, and I'm like, bro, she was skinny when we got together, but then she got a little thicker. And then when she got on that meth, bro, she got back down to, like, like bone pounds. dead again. Mm-hmm. And me, if you can't picture me at 160, <laughs> bro, I walk around healthy at 180, 190. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Now I'm 250, but you would know if I was on some dope, you know. Because right. it, snat- it does. It just takes it your whole life It snatches your life, yeah. 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 Well, you mentioned, like, you know, not knowing that you're in the dark. And I think as humans, right, we're, we're kind of adaptive to our environments, right? We kind of, you know, if we're in the dark, we kind of, uh, you know, eventually kind of get used to that dark. We put on like the night vision or whatever, and we kind of, we kind of get used to it. And then all of a sudden when you're finally exposed to the light, you're like, Oh, this is what I've been missing out on. This is the, I was trying to fill this void, right. With drugs or with pornography or with whatever, you know, name the addiction. Yeah, Yeah. And in all reality, we were just missing the light. We are missing Jesus, and that's oh, what so was. Good, bro. That yeah. was, that's a mini know, that sermon right there. Missing. So yeah. I, I love those testimonies. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's awesome. And I, I will say, like, I've been wanting to note here, like, I'm probably putting to this too soon, but we're literally sitting around the Word of God. <laughs> and I just, I want to say, like, this is the coolest environment I think I've ever been in. Like, and, and just to describe it for our listeners, it's literally just the Bible pages are on the wall. And there's these highlights, and we're in like, a, is it a blue? I'm yeah, like, kind of like a blue, it's blue, like, like black light. light. Yeah, so and the yeah. Glow. Wait, so it's glowing, and the highlights glowing, <laughs> and we're literally just surrounded by, by the living water, yes. by the living God, because yes. the because the blue looks like water, right? Yes. So I just, yes. I, it's a com- the environment <laughs> picture, is completely picture. amazing. I just yeah. gotta say, I just love the environment you guys Hallelujah. are are creating, and I guess just real quick, I know I'm again I'm skipping ahead on some stuff, but like, what are you guys trying to create with with this with like the transformation of your testimony, what are you guys trying to create and do? Um, so our really, our heart is outreach. Um, I don't think that we need another church in the community. Uh, we've got over 200 churches uh, just in Grant County alone. And so what we're trying to do is unite the churches as one body that serves the community. And so um, we've done a 24-hour worship here, and every hour was a different church and so we had churches I think even a church from Muncie came um Converse uh Sweetser I mean just all over Marion um different churches came and they did time slots and they just joined together and it was just so beautiful and so powerful um the first and third Saturday of every month we meet here and we do a little Bible study or pray, or worship, just whatever we're led to do for about 30 minutes, then we all break bread together, and then, it again, it's different churches and different ministries meeting here, and then we go out into the community, and we've, basically, it's kind of like adopt the block, I don't know if you've ever heard of that or not, Um, so you, every year you do a different block, but you adopt a block, and you go there, and you meet their needs as a body, as the church, we go there and we meet their needs. So, um, you know, some of them needed cleaning supplies. So we took some cleaning supplies over there. Uh, another lady asked for summer clothes for her kids. 
Um, so we took that. We had another lady actually just stop by here, and she had some needs that we were able to meet. But it isn't me and Brandon meeting them. These are things that people in the community from different churches, from different ministries, from different outreach, um, some people honestly are still drugging and drinking that's helped out. And they they all donate, and they come, and they serve. And we just want to kind of show that you don't have to be all the way right to go love somebody all the way right. Jesus will meet you where you're at. And um, so that's kind of what our goal is. We just had somebody reach out to us and say, can I help you with your outreach? I just want to tell you my life isn't right right now. It's not perfect, but I used to work in a church and I went through a divorce. And I'm like, girl, yes, come on, let's go. And so that's our goal is to get people being the hands and the feet of Jesus. And then if they need a church, we've got a whole body of churches with us that they can get plugged into. The goal here, if I can jump off that, because that... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Again, that's in a nutshell. <laughs> but, you know, to do what we're doing here and, and, and be faithful to what God has called us to do, um, I told you, brother, before we started, we've sold our house. We're going to live in the back 600 square foot. But she heard sell your house, strap up, get ready for the ride. It's going to be crazy. And it got intense, and it got intense real fast. But what I heard was to be available. You know, we've we've had a, a demon cast out here in Jesus' name. We've We've got to be... Just being available, you know, a lady stopping in saying, um, I heard, somebody told me to come here, I needed a few items, and to have those on deck. Really, this is going to look like being available. And like she said, not just us. It's going to be a spot where we can kick it and we can eat. We have a big kitchen. We have a big yard. We'll just sit out in the yard and, and just love on the neighbors. And those neighbors will tell other neighbors, and they'll come. You know, right. we don't want to be we've, – we've kind of adopted or took – over uh, um, some apartments across the way here. But we're going to love them and pump as much life into them as we can and not by smacking them on the head with the Bible. Right. We're going to go show them what the gospel looks like, love on, love on them like Jesus loved on people, and then that's contagious. When we yes. show up and we yes. go, we're going to be there, rain, sleet, snow, mud, blood, whatever it looks like. And I say, <laughs> hey, I'm only coming to love you if you have a need that I can pray for you. Like we're always gonna we're always gonna push that. And if you can open the door and you say, Hey, tell me about this Jesus character, then I'm coming full force, okay? Then yeah. there's no there's no games being played. I might yeah, I might pull out the phone and get on the Bible app and do all of that. So we wanna save souls, we wanna win people, but we wanna do it in a way that I feel the Bible tells the story, right? He, he he ate with sinners, he he kicked it with sinners. He wasn't a sinner, but these people were were attracted to what he had. You know what I mean? The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit living in him. They were like, bro, what do you have that we ain't got? And he's giving it away Can for I free. Get some? Yeah. You know, right. yeah, giving away for free. Yeah. That's our, that's our heart because I just told her yesterday I had the revelation and not to keep running. But, you know, we've been addicted to drugs. And I don't even think I was ever addicted to drugs. I was addicted to the streets. What they had to offer me. And I'm still addicted to them, but I'm trying to put pump good in them, pump light in them, yeah. not bad in darkness. Mm-hmm. 
It's still where we're called to be because she's addicted to me. So whatever God puts in my heart, he's going to put in her heart to follow me. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I, you know, we were talking before how, um, you know, like we all have our own testimonies, our own stories, but God calls and we've talked about it before, the unlikely Amen. The people who Amen. have Thank you bad stuff happen yeah, yeah, yeah. in their life yeah. because it's real yeah. and it does. Life is so hard sometimes and people go through so much. Like you can just look around in this community and you can see people walk in the streets and you can see, I mean, I worked yes. for a mission and it opened my eyes so much. I, I, you know, I, my husband, Carmen hearing his story and hearing and, and just getting myself involved in and seeing things that, you know, we all have our own stories, our own testimonies, and how God uses those stories to just bring life and to bring hope back into people's lives because yes. we need it now yes. so much more yes. than ever. Oh, yeah. yes. I mean, there is so much pain. There's so much bad and hurting, and people are crying for help. I know we just talked about yes. that last night. Yeah. Like people are crying for help. They're crying for they're Jesus, crying out. and they may not even know it. Mm-hmm. They may not even know that they're calling for Jesus, but they need him. Yes. You know, and it's up to us to get yes. out there and to bring those people yes. to them. Well, if if uh, God only called the perfect people, right? It'd be pretty pretty empty oh, ministry, bro. right? I mean, yes, it so would. Yeah. I, I think that's you know, I, I love what you guys are doing and what you're talking about of pumping people, you know, pumping people full of love because you know Jesus. He he did that, and he also, but he met their other physical needs too, right? There were yeah. there were people who yes. were physically hurt. There were people who were hungry and who need needed other things apart from just the love. And that's what you're like. Hey, we're trying to meet your needs, and then once those needs are met, then they're going to be open to like, okay, my belly is kind of full now. I'm I'm all right <laughs> now good, now, yeah. but I'm still needing something. Yeah, yeah, There's still yeah, something yeah. pulling still and tugging hunger. on my yeah. heart, and. That's where the that's where the Jesus conversation. Bro, that's where the living cup of water comes in, right? Exactly, the living bread. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, is, yeah. is you're meeting more than just their spiritual needs. Yes. You're going to meet yes. their physical needs, yes. and then that could be the easiest path to meeting their spiritual needs. Yeah. So really, the way I look at it, you guys are really bridging the gap between church and community, <laughs> right? I mean, oh, in all, that was in all spoke honesty, over yeah. as yes. somebody gave yeah. us that we're a bridge. So yeah, a couple times, a few yeah. times. Because I think so many times is like the church is in the community, but they're not. Actually in the community, in the community. Yeah, 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 where they're just they're meeting there on Sunday mornings. They, you know, everyone dresses up really nice. They say, you know, they Due say diligence. their prayers, sing their songs, yeah, and they yeah. go out back into the world, and that's really it. But we're not called just to sit on church on Sunday morning. We're yes. actually called to be of action. We're called to do something. Amen. And and I just I really love what you guys amen, are doing. Amen. I think that's yeah. absolutely yeah. needed yeah. in in Marion, but also like ev- everywhere, ev- everywhere. Yeah. not just here. Every, yeah. I mean, everybody yes. needs like you on every block around yes. the world. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> praise God. Well, I think I think we forget about that, bro. We want to and we want to do awesome missionary trips too. You feel me? We might sign up to go to Ghana, but we also want to make sure we're putting in work where we live at, where we're raising kids at, where we're raising grandbabies at. Like they're going to come up here, and not only. Not only that, but I, I love the scripture um, that says, you know, a good name is worth way more than silver and gold. Mm-hmm. If we build a, a good name and Jesus is the foundation, he showed us when we took the leap of faith to make this transition, sell the house that we 12 years have been re- remodeling. And almost <laughs> we're almost at the pinnacle of it. Like, bro, we're almost finishing it. And then God says, sell it. And we and come like, in here, what? and he and he start blesses. He's blessing us off the muscle. I'm talking as soon as we walk through the door. We've been somebody wrote us a check. A single mother wrote us a good sized check out of her her child support money. Um, another brother come and sewed in, and I, I won't want to throw numbers out there, but just you know, 
over four grand, um, just dropped it on us. Another person wrote another check. Um, just and the list goes on. We got a we got a metal metal roof getting ready to be donated. We're talking seven thousand dollars in metal here yeah. that a big company's coming to do. And like I, we've never asked for a yes. dollar. We've never really? we don't have a five hundred one c three. We've never asked for a dollar. We've never advertised or anything like that. We posted on Facebook and um, people see kind of what what's just going on and and God brought it in. Like there was no. Um, I think somebody said they're really good at what was what was it they were saying like a really not a salesman but uh, fundraising they were yeah. really good at fundraising and I'm like we haven't and praise God we haven't had to fundraise or ask for you know items or anything like that because God's like you guys stepped you move I move I'll meet you where you're at and I'll provide the need and I'm not saying that there's anything bad with fundraising or or 501c3 or anything like that I'm just saying it's just a testimony of his faithfulness it's just a testament of his faithfulness and his goodness that you will want for nothing I will provide everything we can't name the miracle you know I even tried to share you know a small video on Facebook and you know to do it in three minutes it was just impossible and then everything we've seen after that I mean this is coming every day you know what I'm saying God's showing up every day doing something. There was actually, and so before I tell this story, I think it's important for us to say when we got saved, it wasn't just we met Jesus and there was no drugs, no drinking, no abuse, nothing like that. We would stumble over and over again and still have struggles in our marriage um, with drug use, with alcohol use and things like that. But we had people to say, this is a stumble, not a fall, get back up. And so we want to be those same people that the people were for us. That love you back to life. Love you back to life that says, hey, I know you fell. Get your butt up and let's go again. Yeah. And so we want to be that. But this girl got somebody told her to her mom lives in a different state. And we pull up and this girl is sitting in a chair outside and, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure she was using, she looked in pretty rough shape and she was like, somebody told me to get dropped off here. I want to know Jesus. I need a Bible and I need prayed for. She hadn't ate or nothing. And so we fed her and another girl, we prayed for her and, um, we got her some food, got her a box of stuff and just hugged on her and loved her and found out she's in a domestic violence situation. And we were able to plug her in with three different churches. One of the pastors said there's no, two pastors were standing side by side and he said, there's no territory issues. You call him on Monday, you call me on Tuesday. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's, we can plug you in, we can plug you in with enough churches that if there's not something going on on this day or you need somebody to pick you up and that person isn't available at that church, somebody else will. Well, I take her home, I get her tons of phone numbers, get her lots of love. Um, take her home and her husband is outside smoking meth with another guy. I didn't call the cops or, you know, and some people might frown on that, but I didn't call the cops or be angry or shame her or anything. I said, it's okay, babe. Um, we're still here for you. We love you. We're right down the road. Call me if you need pick back up. Cause she, she wasn't ready to leave him. And she said, I'm not ready. And I said, that's okay. We love you. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's so important in this season. Everybody's walking around where I can't take my mask off and I'm living in shame. 
Tell it. We will love you. I, I don't care where you're at or if you pretend to be um, walking it and then I find out that my friend dies of a heroin overdose um, and she's going to church at every meeting and I'm like, we have to be unmasked and say, hey, we have Do struggled. Better. We haven't walked this out perfectly. We haven't. No, I mean, we actually were talking about that before. Is one of the? I mean, we we put ourselves or we put our addictions in the back burner. Like oh, I'm not going to tell anybody what I'm what I'm suffering with, For and, sure. and and you know it ends up affecting like whether it's a small addiction or you know like porn, where maybe it don't, you feel like it only affects you, but eventually it does ripple out and affect more. Yeah. But I mean, we that's the lie of the enemy, right? They try to tell you're not worthy. Amen. You've, hey, Absolutely. you've stumbled. You're gonna hey, just stay stay down. Keep you know, it it's a not secret. keep it a secret. It's not worth getting back up. Jesus doesn't forgive you, but. That that's the lie of the enemy, right? To keep us down, and you know we're we're not called to be perfect. We're not. We're, we're, amen. We're, amen. I, I heard it. We're called to be persistent, right? Of getting back up, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes, we're Lord. we got to just keep keep going. I mean, yeah. David had broke how many commandments, right? He was he was far from perfect, and yet you know he there he's 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 rejoicing in heaven right now because he was persistent about about yep. pursuing God, and I think that's the key thing is we all stumble. Just don't don't, don't stay, stay there. Don't, stay don't let down. your heart don't break yeah. while you're doing it. Amen. It's just, it's so easy to stay there. And, you know, I, I love how you guys, you talk about this place and how it's like a meeting place for everyone to come to. And, you know, sometimes I think that we often put like a label on Christianity and on churches and like, I'm this certain denomination or I'm this. No, you're not. You are a child of God. That's what we should, that's what we should be. And that is this place right here. You know, this is. Hey, like you don't, yes, so many people are going to come in the door and have labels hanging up over their head, but drop the label and yes. just, yes. that's our hope. Just that's be, that's our just prayer. Be, yes. just, just be a child of God. That's, yes, that's all be. he wants. That's yeah. all he calls us to be. Yes. So it's all yeah. good. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the, uh, when they're wa- uh, wandering through the wilderness, right? Like the, the tabernacle, like that, the, that, I don't know. I felt like this is kind of like the light in the darkness, right? Like you wouldn't put you know a lighthouse randomly in the middle of a cornfield right you're gonna put it you know where you know where people where need shine, it right, right? Yeah. and i feel like this yeah. is kind of that lighthouse where yeah. like hey there's a storm out there the mm. waters get dark but we're gonna plant a lighthouse where people Ooh. are actually need right i'm gonna put a doctor's office near sick people and that's yeah. what jesus does right i'm gonna Absolutely. put i'm putting a doctor's office near yeah. sick people and that's what you guys are doing and i i'm I'm just blown i'm not gonna lie i'm I'm really blown away by your guys's impact i mean because it's gonna be and there is a reason God's sending you people right to to help get yeah. this off the ground and to help others oh yeah it's because it's an army because it's gonna take a lot and yeah. and that's why he's sending people because you guys are doing exactly what he called us everyone to do yes amen and i and I think it goes back to the what the other two pastors said like they they've come here enough and they've been around us enough and know our heart to where they can say this is not a territorial issue we don't we don't bang a denomination. I say I'm Pentecostal if I have to claim one. You he's know what I mean? wi- he's I, a I, wild one yeah, is what I, I say. In the, in the he's spirit just a wild one. Gives, right? <laughs> but, I don't, but I don't throw that out there. I just let you be around me and um, whatever your take is on me. You know, and even if you was to call me a different denomination, well, then that's fine too, I guess. You know, <laughs> as long as you still believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. Um, but that's what I think God is doing. Um, so many people have spoke that to where this will be. I love how, how she put it. This will be a meeting place. So I should put it. I loved when she said that this is a meeting place. We, when we bought it, we were like, we're not calling it a church. 
We steered so clear from it. Every time we started saying it, we said, not church, building. We called it a building. And now we've, we've just come to call it the building. But it still has a cross in the front, yeah. which will shine bright. It's going to have a light on it. It's going to be gold. It's on a white building. Oh, yeah, it's got that. a steeple <laughs> yeah. on top. Yeah. Like you're going to know, bro, this is the church house. <laughs> it might have a different vibe than a church house when you come in here. But this is, this is a, a hospital for the broken. I love yeah. Both of you have put really dope titles on this and i love it the meeting place and the lighthouse and i really do we actually had a pastor say from the pulpit he was trying to announce uh one of the events that we were doing and he was like i don't even know what it we heard this we watched it on a video he goes i don't even know what to call what to call it do they have a name all i've heard is the building (laughs) because we don't we we are so um cautious so want to be nameless put yes a name on it we don't We don't yeah. want people yeah. saying it's Tara and Brandon doing it because it's not. Look at all the the yeah. donations and the time spent, just the pages on the Bible, uh, the Bible pages on the wall. This is so many people's time. You know what I mean? Like they so many already. Yeah, so many. I mean, people from all over came to donate Bibles and then people came from all over to put the Bible pages on the wall. This isn't Tara and Brandon. Yeah. We were just obedient to take the first step. And then we watched everybody else take a step and then God take a step and then we take a step. And so that's just, we want to be very cautious that, um, it's not Taryn Brandon. It's not, you know, God's goons. Yeah. It's not not community unity. It's it's, it's the father. Yes. It's the father. father. It is God's house. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Yes. 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 Uh, so yeah, I know we're running out of time here. I know you guys are busy and you guys got to get going, but (laughs) how can people get involved? And just those who are listening, like, how can they get involved? Like, what can they do? They can do anything. Um, we we want to grow and be so big that we can take furniture donations and appliances and anything that you have in your home, people want in their home. So if it's old and beat up to you, then you come drop it to us. And if we can still use it, like, we don't want stuff that's got pee and poop and People get reckless with that, you feel me? Don't bring us a half a bar of soap type of deal. And you'd be surprised. We've gotten those kind of donations. But we're going to, God's going to, God's going to blow it up. It's going to be that when, when, when we come and he gives us the spot. But for now, if you want to help, we always say, come serve beside us. Come serve with us. That's what we want the most. We want hands and feet to where when we step out of here, um, this last Saturday was so good. I, I got off my face in prayer and I just started bawling. Um, It was there was a lot of people in here um, getting wrecked just talking about. It. I was like, because this is what it's about to me. It's not. It's not about a money. It's not about an items. People it's serving. people coming together and going out and showing other people, bro. This is what it looks like. There's so much more to it than a Sunday service, a Wednesday night worship service. Not that there's anything wrong with those. We love those. We have a home church that we attend faithful, and we still go visit churches. So we do all of these things, but we want to do life with people like in the book of acts this was something that's been birthed in us a a while back we want to make it look like that again now you can donate money we've had people from other states uh cash app us good amounts of money it'll hit my phone i'm like bro like that's right and we don't even know why we're like why are you donating this so you know money's always a good thing money's going to solve a lot of people's problems bills shut off diapers food whatever that looks like but if you want to come drop off kids clothes i mean if you've got Food. pampers not non again we got items. we want to be specific so not so much adult pampers we had somebody come bless us with adult pampers and we're like well which, we really which somebody yes will yes, need. We'll yes. Need, yes. yes but they brought like cases of them um but <laughs> which isn't it, a bad thing <laughs> but i would i would pray i would say hey 
if if you want to if you want to help us this ministry what God is doing through here take time and pray on it yeah. say God what's it look like for me to help them do you want me to go be hand in hand with them do you want me to drop off two cases of Raymond noodles you feel me it, it can look a lot of different yeah. ways and we're working on um we're in transition of still moving and remodeling and all that kind of stuff, but we actually have a phone line, but we're trying to get a phone and an answering machine here, but you can look for information and updates on community unity page on Facebook or God's goons page on Facebook. Both of those are ministries that we um, started. And so you try to keep up with, I try. Yeah. Usually yeah. what you. I do yeah. is I post on my personal page and then I share it to those two pages. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can always find it on our personal page or community unity or God's goons. Um, I don't think we really have a website set up or anything like that. A lot of people's asked, but we're working on those things. Yeah. It takes time. It, yeah. For those it's things, a process. But they'll come. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is wonderful guys. I mean, yeah. this is just beautiful. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> and I can't wait to bring Carmen here. Yeah. And when you guys have <laughs> something going on I was hoping he was going to be with you tonight. Be I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're coming back. Yes. Oh yeah. And I am just so pumped for this. <laughs> I am. Actually, awesome. I haven't even shared this with Brandon yet. And you ask how you can get involved. Um, sorry, I forgot to tell him. We have uh, friends at a church in Muncie. And um, so I told you we do the first and third Saturday of every month. So there's a park right up the road. I think somebody said it's called like Webster Park. It's on 13th in Geneva. But you can get our address and meet us here. Um, but they are going to donate bounce houses and have music band and food and cookout. That's Father's Day Saturday. Uh, Father's Day is on Sunday, so it's the Saturday before. And so we hope to get the kids from the neighborhood that we're adopting, plus kids from the um, local community up there. And so they're going to provide all that kind of stuff for us to have an event up there. So that'd be a that'd be a great time to join if you kind of want to see what our hearts are and what mm-hmm. what it's about. I meet you guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and where we're located is eighteen oh four West Eleventh Street in Marion. Yes. And we're here almost all the time. <laughs> I mean, almost all the time. So. Well, you're putting so much work into this. Yeah. 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 He means I'm here. He's usually yeah. yeah. He means I'm here. He's usually at the gym or um, a group, a cell group, or something. We're like working, that. working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. Like, again, we're running out of time, but we had so much yes. more questions we wanted to ask you guys. But hopefully, we can do like a part two. Oh, Yay! Yeah, 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 that'd be great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes or like do a video or something yes. live in yes. here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Whatever we can do to share the hope yeah. of Jesus. Yeah, but that's what it's all about. Yeah, the more ministries, the more people that put the hearts into yes. other people yeah. to show Jesus is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that you guys are doing this as well, yes, spreading yes. the word. Very, yeah. very good. Yeah, we're. I don't know. We're just trying. We're trying to get everyone's stories out there. That's you know, we feel like we've been transformed by God, and we're like, well. You know, we have a, a podcast put on our heart to maybe share other people's transformation stories, yeah. and you guys have an amazing one. But also, we said there's two types of people we want on: people who've been transformed, or people who are helping others transform. And you guys are basically doing <laughs> both. So yeah, <laughs> so we're we're yeah. really excited to have you go on. And um, like you said, I know we're running out of time, so I just like we kind of close the podcast now in prayer. So I would, oh, lo- I love I would love, my heart, uh, yeah, I would love to pray for you guys right now yes. if that's all right. All right, dear God, we come before you now, Lord. We just thank you for. Brandon and Tara, we just thank you so much for what 
you know, mission you've put on their hearts. We just ask you, Lord God, just to continue to bless them, just to guide their steps each and every day, Lord God, and just send the broken to them, Lord God, and, and, and bless them and use them, Lord God, to, to help impact this community, Lord. We just, we love you so much, and we thank you, Lord God, for, for plucking us out of the darkness, and we just ask you, Lord God, just to continue to cement them, Lord, and help them and bless them and, and send others to help them as well. Lord, we love you, and we praise you. Amen. Amen. All right. Thanks, guys. And we're, you know, um, we're going to put some stuff on our show notes, right, of how they can find you. We'll put okay. the address yeah. and, awesome. you know, and how, um, how they can maybe even send, you know, donations and stuff. So okay. we just, thanks, thank guys. You. And uh, to our listeners, you know, uh, you know just like uh, and share this. That way we can help more people. All right. You guys have a good week. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.